Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Back here for another edition of the podcast. It's Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself. And we're going to talk about planning considerations if you find yourself between jobs for whatever reason that might be. Whether it's you know being fired, laid off, had to step away of your own choosing, uh, you know we've seen this great resignation over the last uh, year. Lots of people just choosing to leave jobs or look for something different. Uh, and when it comes to getting closer to retirement, how might this affect things? So let's you know say fifty plus. Some people are doing this; they have walked away or or are being forced to walk away or whatever the case is. So we're going to talk about some challenges and opportunities that you might want to consider if you find yourself. Uh, with a gap between jobs, again, of your own choosing or not of your choosing. So, Tony, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing great. Just back off the road from a little vacation out in Napa. Well, you know, you probably ran into some of this then because um, service industry, for sure, is very, very volatile. Uh, lots of people moving constantly. So, I, I was. Uh, and it's fun to talk to people around different parts of the country, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just kind of hear their stories. But you know, from out there, what I what I did tend to see is there's a lot of people, fifty and over, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that have uh, you know left tech jobs in the Bay Area and, and San Jose and this and that. You know, just kind of got out of the rat race, right? For whatever Burn reason. out, whatever, right? Yeah, just just sick of it. You know, we're making good money, and and now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're pouring wine, you know, and they're just talking to people, and uh, but they may not have I, the stress. Yeah, they don't have the stress, yeah. you know, and of course the money is not the same, but I think this is going on all over the country. I mean, definitely we see it here in the Midwest, you yeah. know, where it, it's hard to find employees. Hospitality industry is, you know, really hurting. And uh, so I thought it would be fun to talk about yeah, it a little bit, absolutely. you know, from, uh, from that standpoint. Well, that's a great place to start. Is it time for a new career? Are you burnt out? You know, again, whether you you wanted to leave or they wanted you to leave, either way, maybe it's a chance, an opportunity to get into something that is less stressful. Maybe it's a whole new field. Like you said, maybe you've been in tech and you're like, ah, heck with that, man. I just want to, you know, whatever. I just want to work at a dog grooming place and just, you know, pet dogs all day, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And I think people. I mean, when when I was in the in the corporate world, it's been a long time because I've been out on my own a long time. But I think you sh- you should always have this in the back of your pocket. Always be thinking a little bit uh, if you know if they ask me to leave or I was laid off. You know, what am I going to do? Rather than uh, you know facing it right, you know when it happens. Hopefully, you've got an emergency fund, but that's another another conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's for a lot of people. Again, you know, just talking to people last week, it really was just you know I'm going to go do something else. I'm in their case burnt out. They're getting a little older. COVID's got them, you know, thinking about, you know, right. longevity and things. And uh, they seemed very happy. I, I think on the big picture, though, everybody's doing that. And nobody uh, nobody can find any employees. But there's a downside. Um, yeah. And I want to talk about some of those. You mentioned the emergency fund. If you are making a change, you know, hopefully COVID did teach us. Um if you got laid off for a while or whatever the case is, you've got to have some funds available, you know, to sustain yourself in between there. Yeah, you absolutely have to. It's one of the first things we talk about with clients is that, you know, assuming they're in the workforce and work with them to try to build that even, even as they go, because you never in the corporate world, you never know. And even for people like me, you know, in business for yourself, yeah, I still think you need one because you don't know, 
you know, when your business is all of a sudden not going to be or have a dry spell or yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, or, or people don't want your product or service anymore. And mm-hmm. then, and then you're just like, you know, you're out too. any, any stage and any I guess decade of life maybe is a good thing. You know, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, yeah. have some, you got to have some money set aside a little bit, something right to help yourself gotta out in the event that happens. Well, you mentioned working for yourself. Uh, that could be, that is what has definitely happened for many people uh, since COVID. Some have said, again, we're looking at this, trying to look at this through the lens of 50 plus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Um, it, yeah. I don't want to go back to the office. I don't want to be exposed to potentially whatever, or I'm just, you know, I'm using an excuse because I'm just tired. I'm finally tired of the rat race. And I've always wanted to have my own thing. You said you were in the corporate world, but you've been working for yourself for a number of years. I have. For me, it was always, well, I always could do it better. You know, and I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs end up doing. But you got to have the right uh, spirit, the mindset for sure. You got to have the right mindset. But, you know, at, at 50 plus, especially, you probably do have in certain cases, if you're willing to work at it, a little bit of skill set, you know, to do things mm-hmm. that, you know, 25, 30 year olds may not have. And yeah, could, you know, be that could be consulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be consulting. Could be, yeah, very good. Be all kinds of things. Um, it could be just something you know that's been a hobby for you, or maybe even a side hustle. You know that you are making a little bit of money on that you want to take full time. I think today in in today's economy, especially in the gig type of economy, I and I, I just told my son this. You know that twenty five years ago, thirty years ago, when I was doing it, you know. Uh, Brick and mortar locations and things like that were were hopping. Now I I think that's hard hard to do in today's economy. Not impossible, but uh, I think something you got to think about. You know before you yeah. uh, leap into that. You know full time. But again, a lot of fifty plusers I'm seeing are going to work in less stressful jobs. But the ones that go out on their own, they want to do service type stuff. You know where that where they're not a lot of overhead, a lot of a lot of inventory to keep track of. You know complex uh, dealings, but that certainly would be something uh, to talk to your advisor, get, you know, go out and get some advice on before you make that leap. I would say uh, full time because so yeah. many people come into my office of all gamuts. And I, I have what I call discovery calls with them all the time. And, you know, they, they've thought about it and, and they're undercapitalized. They have no plan. And, you know, we try to talk to them through some of this and uh, they don't they don't have it. And uh, and. Nobody's teaching this, so well, that's you know, true I would too. definitely yeah. get some advice on that. On that, but it is fun to think about. Well, and those are so. There's a couple of the, the, I guess, the mental or emotional angles to ponder in this conversation on the podcast. Let's look at some of the financial ones. We touched on the uh, emergency fund for sure, having a, some sort of a base to you know, you know bounce from, if you will. Um, but what are you going to do about health insurance? Okay, so if you find yourself walked out the door, or you walked out the door. Uh, if they were covering your health insurance, Tony, what's your options now? Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Because you don't want to go without this. Again, so, 50 plus conversation, right? You got a yeah. long way to go to get to Medicare. A long way to go. You know, so, you, you know, you might have some coat. Well, you're going to have Cobra, you know, until you find something new for a while that could be expensive, but at least you've got, you've got some options there. You've got the marketplace as well, you know, which is the government program. If your spouse is working, they might be able to get you on their plan. Oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah. You know, if not, then you've got to go out and buy some health insurance. It's going to be expensive and the coverage probably isn't going to be very good, but at least probably would you know cover some major medical. But yeah. definitely and that comes back to that this. emergency fund, right? Because that's now yeah. dipping into whatever you were, you know, if you're paying for this yourself, that's going to be dipping into this, whatever funds that you may have. Maybe it's going to be dipping into, you know, some retirement accounts you've built. So maybe a conversation then, Tony, is, is this a good time to roll that 401k over? It probably is. Whether you left or were walked out the door, 
there should be no reason to leave that money behind. Yeah, I would say most of the time, you know, we talk to clients about moving it into and rolling it into, you know, an IRA. It's going to give you a lot more uh, control, a lot more flexibility, meaning that, you know, your your investment pool has expanded greatly other than just that company's, uh, you know, batch of mutual funds. And, you know, you're not, it, it could be a lot of things as well. Could be, uh, you know, it might not be that efficient. In other words, the expenses are kind of high. Right. Yeah. And you can't really, you know, like say to me, I want to have more control over it um, about, you know, what comes in, what comes out. Maybe you want to buy some stocks or bonds at some point. So generally we advise that, but we want to take a look because maybe, you know, maybe it's worth leaving there, but you got to look at that. I was going to say, it's usually, I would say most times, is it a fair statement to say most times it is not beneficial to leave it there just for those number of reasons you already left? Yeah. I would say most, yeah, most times it's probably not. Well, the options typically in our 401ks through a company, it's whatever the company's set up with the sponsoring uh, yeah. plan, and they're not going to be nearly as wide as you, uh, something you can do with your own IRA. Exactly. I mean, it's just an infinitely more possibilities. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So definitely something else to ponder. Make sure that you're rolling that over uh, into something you've got better control over. Uh, maybe you get lucky enough, Tony. I, I just saw a story not long ago about one of these, um, I believe it's one of these crypto companies out in, in the California way that was you know, really tired of the negativity. Uh, obviously, we've seen a lot of this in our society here lately. There was a lot of, I don't know, it's become fashionable or whatever to browbeat you know, your, the employers over your ideologies, whatever they may be, if you don't feel like your company is treating a certain thing the way you want it to. And this particular gentleman just said, you know what, I've had enough, so here's what we're going to do. If you're not happy working here for whatever reason about the company's culture, he was offering a severance. He was saying, I'm going to pay you a severance to leave. Go find something else that does make you happy. So whether whether it's an interesting situation like that, again, or you've been asked to leave or whatever the case is, you may have a severance option, which is kind of you know like a pension option. You may have this. They may say, hey, we're going to give you an X amount of money. Here's the door. Or you yeah. can take the monthly payments. So what's the best option? How do you go through that process? Yeah, it's another thing. That you need to, have, you know, you need to get with your advisor, your tax advisor, your financial advisor, or or one in the same to talk about it. Here in Des Moines, you know, we have several large employers, and this happens a lot. They'll just consolidate departments and say, you know, especially that mid management, okay, you're out. We're going to give you a year's worth of pay. Here you go, and and out you go. And a lot of times, you know, they're willing to break it up in, into monthly installments over the year. You can take it all at once, but you know, that money's all going to be taxable. So you've got to decide, A, you know, how I'm going to pay taxes on that. Am I going to use this to live while I'm looking for a job? Which, you know, I've seen some people do. They kind of take a year off because, well, they don't need to, they don't need the, the money. Others uh, to double dip, they say, well, I'm going to go out and find something right away. And then this is just extra money for me, which is, you know, tremendous. And they could use that somewhere else in, uh, in their portfolio or whatnot. But it's important to think about this, you know, when this, comes up because if it's large, you know, I, I look at it from a tax standpoint, uh, first of all, and say, you know, okay, you got to at least put aside the, you know, the money for the tax or have them withhold it because that's going to be uh, important. Plus I think what a lot of people don't realize is if it's lump sum, Mm -hmm. you know, it could bump them into a much higher tax bracket all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, if they don't withhold the right amount, you know, they're going to be. Oh, for, yeah. And that's a double whammy, price. right? So if yeah. if it bumps you, they don't hold it. They just give you the funds because you're going to have to pay it at the end of the tax year. Um, and you don't 
have a good emergency fund, yeah. you know, and you wind up spending it, and then the tax spending. bill comes due. Ouch! So yeah, yeah. I, I've had that happen twice to people yeah. with well over a hundred thousand dollars, and they didn't have them take out the tax. Kind of took the year off, spent it, and then they had a large, large tax bill. Had to go into a, a payment plan with the IR with the IRS because oh, they had yeah, no money to pay it, and they had no good. no funds set aside to pay it. So. Yeah. So, important to uh, yeah. get with an advisor on that. <laughs> Very much so. It's a great point there. Thanks, Tony, for bringing that up. That's glad to. Some, I mean, not that that happened to the folks, but that real world experience yeah. to kind of share. So, uh, final one here: you taxes. You mentioned it, so let's mm-hmm. let's finish on that note. You know, what kind of tax planning should you be doing? Um, does it make a difference when you're separated, Tony? Like calendar wise, like. Are there tax implications to think of? Just even if there wasn't a severance, right? Just from a they let me go. Okay, let me let me throw out a scenario. I guess so. They let me go in in May, let's say, uh, and you now decide to you know roll over the four hundred one k that you had at the company, uh, and maybe even do some conversions on some of that money you know into a Roth or something because wow. you didn't have one. Would that create uh, a taxable scenario, or could it? You know, Roth conversions, which I like, mm-hmm. uh, could you know it, it's going to create some sort of tax, okay, um, right. you know, change if you will. I mean, because basically you're taking pre-tax money, converting it to taxable, paying the tax on it then, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's tax-free, of course, in the Roth. And based on when um, you left, you, your income might be lower for that calendar year or higher. Or higher, okay. depending if you got a severance. So, you know, if it's lower, then, then what we try to do is work with the clients to fill up the, the existing tax rate, you know, and not go over that and say, look, the steps, let's, right? You, you, let's yeah. stop now okay. because otherwise, you, you know, you're going to be wasting tax dollars and then do do the rest next year or a little bit next year, a little bit next year mm-hmm. uh, type of thing if you're doing rollovers. So there are some strategies out there that you can take advantage of. Yeah, to get some money, you know, and pay as little as tax as possible for the opportunity for it to grow tax-free forever. And so I think, you know, the, there's th- those types of things going. That That's one thing. The other thing, too, is like I mentioned, uh, you know, previously is if you do get a lump sum, it could throw you into a very high tax bracket which uh, might require some planning and or withholding as well. So yeah. definitely want to want to keep it in mind. We should probably do a podcast on the the steps uh, of of the tax because you were talking about filling up a certain bracket. You should, and, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think most of us don't understand that, uh, how it works, right? So if you're in a 22% tax bracket, it, it's not necessarily everything you make is at 22%, correct? That's right, because it's progressive, you know. Yeah. And so while it starts low, when you get up, what we mean by filling up the bracket is in the 22% bracket, depending on your filing status, goes from X amount of income up to X amount of income. Mm-hmm. And you so everything, every last dollar earned or taxed is going to be taxed in that bracket. So we try to fill up that bracket, but not go over. So in other words, more of your money is going to get taxed at the next highest level. Right. Um, and, you know, so we want to kind of keep that to a minimum to save taxes. Uh, but it's, it's better shown than talked about. It's a lot easier when you. That's true. You it is, it is tougher to maybe do it on a podcast where we're trying to walk through it because it can get a little uh, convoluted there. So it might be a little tougher to do. But we'll have to see if we can. We'll, we'll work on trying to break something down that makes a little sense from yeah. an audio standpoint. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. So there's some things to ponder if you find yourself between jobs for whatever case. Uh, whatever the case might be, whether you choose to or they choose to or whatever. Uh, and a lot of people have been doing that. We've had a lot of folks, uh, crazy numbers over the last 18 months, uh, walking away from jobs and doing different things, multiple reasons why, obviously, since the pandemic. So if you need a little help, if you need a little planning, if you find yourself or you're thinking about, uh, hey, I'm thinking about, you know, 
stopping the rat race at 52 or 50 or something, but I can't retire yet, but I want to go into business for myself or I want to see if I can step down to a less stressful job, make sure that you're working with a qualified professional like Tony and his team uh, at Tax Doctor Inc. so they can help you through uh, some of these questions, some of these conversations, looking at some of this stuff, especially if we can get some planning in place. It's going to go a long way. He is an EA and a CFP of 20 plus years like 25 years about now, somewhere now in that neighborhood yeah, now, right? Yeah, 25, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so been doing this a while. So if you need some help, folks, reach out to Tony Morrow at Tax Doctor Inc. Find him online at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can find that info there as well. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Tony, thanks for hanging out. Good conversation. Thanks for sharing some good tips. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you next time. We'll catch you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.